We're here at the 36th Annual Lucas Oil Chili Bowl National, sitting down with Cap Henry. Cap, thank you for taking the time to come on Pass Points Podcast. Uh, no problem, man. Excited we could do it. I understand you're not actually racing this week, but I felt like you were too big of a name that I had an option to interview, so I couldn't turn it up. Uh, so I appreciate your girlfriend for making this happen. Yeah, you know, it's pretty cool. Um, you know, Aaron brought me out and hang out with the TSR trailer there, and, um, you know, it's been fun so far. Yeah. So you mostly doing uh just kind of just hanging out um what what's fun about the chili bowl for you is this your first time you've been here multiple times uh this is about the i think third or fourth time i've been here i raced it twice uh like 2008 2009 um you know so it's just exciting to get back hang out um you know it's a really cool event i always uh always wanted to do it again um you know and get to spend some time with aaron and hanging out you know before our schedules get too busy during the summer and uh yeah you know just a little vacation for me right so what does your season look like as far as this year, what you're planning on doing? Uh, we're going to try and do about a, a 70 to uh, probably about 75 race schedule. Um, your main focus is going to be the all-star tour again. And then um, we're also going to you know try and uh, add in some you know, other bigger stuff, Royal, um, Knoxville Nationals. Um, we're going to try and start our season out in Pennsylvania, I believe. Um, you know, just get some time out there on some tracks we struggled at. Um but yeah, you know, just, um, you know, mainly the all-star deal and then just focusing on, you know, we'll fill it in with some other stuff. Are you a, uh, I guess, are you a career race car driver? Do you have a day job? I have a day job. Um, I manage a Napa store back in Bellevue, Ohio, where I'm from during the day. And, uh, you know, I'm really fortunate that uh, my boss, Rich Farmer, used to run Fremont Speedway. So he's pretty understanding. And, um, you know, whenever I need to go race or go do anything, he takes care of it. Yeah, that is pretty cool. I always wonder about the guys like. A lot of people don't realize this, maybe even some of the big names in that region, even that run all-stars, you know, still have to find other ways to pay their bills. Yeah, you know, for me, it's um, it was just always about looking at the future, um, you know, being realistic, knowing I'm not going to drive race cars forever and that, uh, you know, at some point I'm going to retire and, um, you know, just have some money put away. And, um, you know, it's nice just having a weekly paycheck, you know, to make sure you can pay the bills if it's a bad week racing or something. Yeah. So, you know, you've won a lot of races, obviously. Um, you know, you've got scored some wins with the All-Stars. What are some of your favorite tracks and favorite wins that you've had? Um, one of my favorite wins was um, we won a race at uh, Mansfield that paid twenty grand. Um, that was a pretty cool deal. I did that with the lanes. Um, you know, they've, they've always been a little bit towards the underfunded side of things, you know, so that was a big win that meant a lot to us. Um, last year we won, um, you know, Gas City was pretty cool. Um, Lake Ozark was neat to win a race in Missouri. Um, I always appreciate winning some of the races that are, you know, out of, out of home. Um, I always felt like the, you know, they can add to your resume a little Mm -hmm. bit more just to show that, you know, you could win outside of where you're from. Um, but, uh, one of my favorite wins all of all time is, uh, we won 2020. We won the Ohio speed week show at Attica Raceway park, which was really cool. Um, that's my home track. You know, I live 10 minutes from the racetrack. I've grown up there. Um, so that was probably one of my favorites. You've, there's a lot of people that talk about uh, some of the tracks in Ohio, um, you know, maybe like water trucks broke or things of that nature. But I know you're used to racing on a dry track. I myself, when I race my sprint car, I prefer a dry track myself as well because I feel like a more technical track is a better opportunity for you to either make advances or or and make mistakes uh, for other drivers and yourself. Um, but if you don't mind, kind of talk about the Midwest tracks and and running on slicker tracks because I know drivers. Um, that come like from the West Coast and stuff that are used to bull rings that are heavy. Um, they, it's quite an adjustment for them. But you know, I'm kind of curious on your thoughts on on like a dry track and how technical they are. Um, you know, my opinion is probably somewhere in the middle. Um, I do have the attitude that you know that we have 900 horsepower engines. It'd be it'd be nice to use all of it occasionally. Right. Um, 
you know, I I don't really care what the racetrack's like as long as you can race. Um, you know, a lot of times you get up, you end up with those dry slick racetracks where there's still only one good lane. You know, so then that's not real fun. But um, you know, as long as something's, I do think that the tracks need to slow down a little bit to be able to get two good lanes going. Um, you know, and you know, I'm from you know Ohio, so we you know, we've got Fremont Speedway, and that place is just known for being slow and yeah. slick. And uh, you know, there's a lot of races there where the 305 sprint cars run faster laps than the 410s. <laughs> you know, so like, um, it's tough. You know, um, you know, it's definitely a different skill set. Um, you know, just learning to drive the cars straight and slow, and uh, it's it's fun though. It's one of them deals too that a lot of people don't understand. Like, like a real good crew chief makes a real big difference. Um, you know, and I've been real fortunate that my crew chief I have now, Zach Myers. Um, you know, he's he's pretty turned on to making that thing you know drive like I want to, and uh, you know, so that's a that's always a big step. And um, but yeah, it's it's tough, um, but it's it's different. Yeah. I agree about the crew chief. I think a lot of people look so much at the driver. Um, and I, I feel like, you know, with Kyle Larson, he's a hell of a driver. Uh, but Paul Silva's a hell of a crew chief, too. Um, you know, I think Kyle Larson would still win a lot of races with other crew chiefs. Um, but I know that combination is very potent. Another one that, that comes to mind for me, being a big Donnie Schatz fan, a lot of people like to blame the Ford engine. But I just think with Ricky Warner gone, it's just not the same. So it's, it's always good to have that, that good crew chief relationship. How long have you been working with him? Uh, Zach's been on board since 2019 now. Um, so it's actually kind of a little bit of a cool scenario. Um, his dad actually worked on a car that I drove in 2014 and 2015, um, running Attica and Fremont weekly. Um, and I grew up racing go-karts with Zach. Um, so we've known each other for a long time. Um, you know, so he come on board, um, on into the 2019 season and, um, you know, it's just been a really good, um, you know, working relationship and we're really good friends and, uh, you know, outside the racetrack, um, you know, and, he's to start off with was a little bit towards the inexperienced side. Um, but he is just such a mature individual that he picked it up and he just, he's got the best worth ethic, work ethic I've ever seen. You know, he just works and works and works. And, um, you know, he doesn't, he always wants to learn and do better. And, um, you know, it's a lot of fun. It, it makes my job a lot easier, you know, and he just, uh, you know, he just, he clicks and he gets it. And, um, a lot, you know, a lot of times we don't even really have to talk a lot. And he knows what I'm looking for. So it's it's definitely cool to have him on board. We've talked to a lot of drivers over the last couple of years. And uh, one thing that seems to be a common theme as far as crew chiefs and crews is uh, the chemistry has to be there. And you guys are running up and down the road so much together that it almost sounds like all the successful teams are able to be friends away from the racetrack or have common interests like that. Yeah, you know, I mean, it definitely helps. You know, um, you know Zach and I, like, it's it's cool. Like like I said, we grew up go-kart racing together. We'll still go go-kart racing together. Um, but yeah, like we're really good friends away from the racetrack. You know, like we can hang out and just hang out and that's cool. Um, but yeah, you know, you definitely, as, especially as, as much as you're around each other, like you just, you got to have some kind of, you know, chemistry there. It's, it just becomes, you know, I've been in situations where it was bad and, um, you know, you just, you end up, focusing so much on the bad things that you can't focus on the good things and um you know it ends up just splitting you apart splitting you apart and it just becomes you know nobody wants to talk yeah we'll kind of circling back around to the chili bowl here we'll finish things off what's your favorite thing about being at the chili bowl 
Um, just the environment. Um, you know, it's such a cool deal. You know, there's like 400 some cars here and, um, you know, it's the middle of January in Oklahoma. So, uh, yeah. you know, it's, it's just, I think cool. we're supposed to get snow tomorrow. I, I heard that. I'm not, ex- <laughs> not excited. Um, Aaron was already on my case that we might get stuck out here. Uh, no, it won't be that bad. But, uh, you know, it's, it's just such a cool environment. You know, there's so many good cars here and there's so many good drivers and, you know, drivers from different aspects. You know, it's not just the dirt people. You've got people, you know, from other stuff. And, uh, I think that's just cool, you know, that so many people come together to watch an event. And I just, it's always been pretty cool. With it being such a fun event and having a lot of friends to hang out with, um, when you're at an event like this, is it hard to not be a driver or is it just kind of different for a change to enjoy it? Um, I mean, a little bit of both, you know, like I'm not a good race watcher. I'd, I'd always rather participate. Um, but, you know, it's, it's cool because there are so many friends, you know, and people I didn't even expect to run into when I got out here, you know, people from back home that I end up hanging out with, you know, for most of the night. Right. I'm like, man, I could have done this. You live half an hour from my house. <laughs> right. We could have uh, had a flow race and watch party. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, it's cool. You know, it's just and it, it is nice to get away and, you know, and just hang out. You know, I don't have any responsibilities that yeah. I can just. I can just hang out and I can be a race fan and, you know, enjoy the event. Yeah. Well, we appreciate your time, Cap. It, it's been awesome talking with you. Um, I'm glad I just happened to be over talking to Diane at the Turn of the Chili Bowl Pink and then uh, talk to your girlfriend as well. And she uh, was able to hook this, you know, hook this interview up for us. So we appreciate your time. Uh, we'd love to have you back on the show, maybe closer to the season and kind of talk um, a little bit more in depth about that stuff as well as cover more of your racing past. Yeah, sounds good, man. I'm right. always available. All right. Thank you, sir.